Jesus Christ is coming. At any moment, we may find ourselves in eternity. In the next to the last book of the Bible, we are given principles that will help us live in the last days. Join Scott Pauley now as we study the book of Jude together. Truth without love is harsh, and love without truth is weak. It's not one or the other we need, it's both. Remember, Jesus Christ was full of grace and truth. We're in our study in Jude, and we've come to verse 22 and 23, where the Bible says, And of some have compassion, making a difference, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. And notice he says on one hand, if, if you want to make a difference, show compassion, show the love of God. And on the other hand, he says others are saved with fear. <laughs> so someone says, well, this seems strange. Is God a God of love or is God a God to be feared? Oh, he's both, my friend. You see, God is not one attribute or the other. He's not more of one than he is of another. He is perfectly all of the above. The God of love is a God of justice and judgment. Now, the God of mercy is a God of holiness. We must give this world a clear view of who our God really is. We're talking about taking God to the ungodly world. Literally, carrying God into the ungodliness. And how do you do that? Well, we've learned, first of all, by love. Of some have compassion, making a difference. But now we come to the second truth that God gives us, and it is this. We take God to the ungodly world not only through love, but by truth. We've got to tell them the truth. The truth is that God is holy, God is just, and God is to be feared. And others save with fear. He goes on to elaborate, pulling them out of the fire. Why is he to be feared? He's to be feared because in the end, God is going to judge with fire. In the end, those who do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior will be cast into the fire of hell forever, to be separated from God eternally, because of their sin. And someone says, do you believe in a real hell? Absolutely. I believe in a real hell as much as I believe in a real God. Listen to the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 10, verse 28. He says, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear Him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. There's not nearly enough talk about hell today. Not nearly enough of the fear of God. I remember several years ago, an elderly couple that had seen a real spiritual awakening in their generation saying to me that they believed one of the reasons we had not seen that in our day is that there was no fear of God today. Well, I do believe this. I believe that the fear of God brings people uh, to a knowledge of their need. That's why the law is a schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. It shows us where we've fallen short of the glory of God, how desperately we need Him. And by the way, it makes the love of God that much more beautiful. You see, this compassion and fear are not mutually exclusive. They're actually connected. I remember Campbell Morgan years ago reading him, and he said that the fear of God and the love of God are intimately connected in Scripture. And I think that's true in many places, but in no place is it more vividly seen than here. God loves all people, but God will deal with sin in the lives of those who fail to repent and believe the gospel. There are two key words here. 
One is the word fear, and the other is the word fire. Fear reminds us of the reality of God, and fire reminds us of the reality of hell. You remember that in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, I actually quoted this verse in our last study, the love of Christ constraineth us. We love to quote that verse. Don't we love to quote that verse? And it's a beautiful verse. But in the same portion of Scripture, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse number 11, it also says, Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Hey, look, the love of Christ motivates us, but the terror of the Lord also motivates us. People need the truth. Perhaps if we got a clear glimpse of the truth of hell, it would prompt us to be more persuasive in our gospel witness. You see, if we saw sinners like God sees sinners, we could not lightly walk past them. We could not glibly just ask them if they'd come to church sometime and say nothing about their soul. We could not go on without weeping for sinners and calling on God to save them and speaking to them about their soul. I remember my dad early on when I started preaching as a boy. He said, Son, if you're going to preach on hell, always preach with tears. Never talk about hell like you're glad anyone is going there. Oh, I'm thinking of this passage right now as I think of those words, compassion and fear. They're connected to one another. It was Thomas Manton, the great Puritan, that said sinners are in the suburbs of hell. Let that sink in just a moment. They're in the suburbs of hell. They're not in hell yet. People refer to what they call hell on earth. Friend, there is no such thing. Hell is hell. Nothing on earth compares to it. Hell is forever separated from God. But sinners are right now in the suburbs of hell, meaning they're moving in that direction. I remember hearing a great Bible teacher years ago, every time he prayed, he would pray that God would save those who were nearest hell. He meant by that, they're all headed there, but those who are nearing and inching closer to it, any moment could tumble their everlasting souls into the eternal fire of hell. We need a clear glimpse of eternity again, my friend. How it would change our witness. How we would, how we would stop living uh, so isolated from sinners and instead get out where the sinners are. That's how you make a difference in this world. Pointing them to the truth of Jesus Christ. You know, this little phrase, pulling them out of the fire, is an interesting word. It's another action verb. Uh, there is a, an aggressive work, an active work here that we're engaged in. But the little phrase, out of the fire, do you understand that's what God has done for you? He's pulled you out of the fire? In Zechariah chapter 3, verse number 2, uh, the Bible said of one of God's servants that he was a brand plucked from the burning. Uh, that was John Wesley's favorite verse. And uh, as a matter of fact, in his own handwriting, he kept it over the mantle. As a child, he'd been saved from a burning house. But he took it as his life first because he said it summarizes what God has done in my life. He's rescued me from the eternal fire of hell. Are you a Christian? If you're a Christian, the Lord Jesus has pulled you out of the fire. You're not going to hell. Praise God for that. But all around you, there are people that are headed headlong into a Christless eternity. And if we're going to take God to the world, number one, we're going to have to have love. And number two, we're going to have to have a good dose of truth. We're going to have to be willing to tell them the truth bathed in tears. To tell them the truth in a personal way, so that they understand that we love them enough to tell them the truth. You know, Fanny Crosby was ministering one day at a, a rescue mission, the Bowery Rescue Mission in downtown New York City. 
And she met a boy there who desperately needed the Lord. Remember, she's had a rescue mission. And as she was engaged in helping point people to Jesus, God gave her words. She began to pin them. It became a famous hymn. The words of the hymn go something like this, Rescue the perishing, care for the dying. Jesus is merciful. Jesus will save. We know He'll save because He saved us. But my friend, we must take the Savior to them. We must tell them, Jesus saves. We must tell them the truth. We must point them to the God who loves them enough that He doesn't want them to go into the fire of hell for all eternity. May the Lord help you today uh, to put feet on this truth, legs on this principle, uh, hands to this, to this message, and carry God into this ungodly world. Share Jesus with someone today. On the edge of eternity, what matters most is knowing Christ and living for Him. For more information and additional Bible studies, visit us online at scottpauley.org. Thank you for enjoying the journey with us as we travel through the Word of God.